this seasonal transition period, four guys who enjoy looking at horses and punting on horses band together to give you mail on horses. Live from wherever their families allow them to record, Drew Patchell. And tell the cook this is low-grade dog food, all right? Hey, this steak still has marks where the jockey was hitting it. Pete Anthonis. You're playing golf and you're going to like it. What about my asthma? I'll give you asthma. Rob Scurry. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. And Jack Dickens. What did you shoot today? Oh, I don't keep score, Judge. Oh, well, how do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. This is The Mailbag. It's only me. And who is me? I'm the king of the king of the king of the sea. All right, let's rock and roll. Bruzy, how you going? Pretty good, Petey. How are we doing? I'm, I'm hearing there's a little bit of uh, man flu over in the west. Yeah, I'm... Going absolutely shizenhausen to be honest. So uh, if I fall asleep halfway through, uh, just keep keep rolling on. Yell a little bit louder. I'll, I'll probably wake up at some point. Fair enough, mate. Ah, uh, yeah, going well. It was an interesting card at Caulfield on Saturday. Dicko uh, came out with a good win, and, and Rob up in Sydney as well. So we'll be talking to him a little bit later. Um, yeah, it's a good card overall, and yeah, I, I thought I saw them well on the day personally. But there's a lot to take out of the meeting, I think, going forward. Okay, very good. Uh, race one, old mate, King of Hastings, we've got a, a bit of cash out of in the past, and that was one more race on Saturday with Dicko in the mounting yard. Yeah, it was backed as if unbeatable, and that was kind of the case because it's missed a start. It was probably meant to lead, and they've gone 9.2 length slow to the 600 on the puntingform.com.au data. So realistically, those on speed have had an absolute delight. Sizzle Fly, who was a one-time favourite, actually started second favourite because King of Hastings was so well-backed. It had the jump on King of Hastings. Old Willows got going a little bit early at the 600, and I think that was the difference to get King of Hastings over the line. Um, outside of those two, Champagne Boom um, has sat out the back and come home respectfully for third, and Avon River, who I think only just saw daylight in the final 200s and kind of looked to savage the line a little bit. So I think... There's a bit to come from Avon River when it finds the right race. Alrighty, race two at Caulfield, uh, Tinkamosa. Anything, anything on it? Millions. Uh, 133 to one. No, that was the Betfair SP, and it paid seventy dollars a tote. So yeah, if you had a hundred bucks on at the tote, you got seven thousand back, and at Betfair you got thirteen thousand. So we know where you should be shopping, Petey. Yep, yep. Especially if you like something at odds, there's only one place to go. So they've gone really fast here. The leaders have gone around 8.4 lengths faster than class benchmark. It set it up for the best stayers. Old mate Henry Dwyer here to the throne. I backed it because I thought it was a good shot. They've smashed it in late and it's dismissed. Per Eclipse, who was called essentially, I would say, home at the 100, has just fallen out to third somehow. Um, it did kind of look home. T.O. on board, low weight. It's run a very respectable race, as it always does. It's always a really good place bet. Five Kingdoms stood in the barriers, kind of like uh, jumped. If you look at the head-on vision on Racing.com's website, it's kind of bounded in the air as of um, let them go. It was being held on to, but I, I don't think that was the reason why it's missed a start. Um, if anything, that's probably helped it at least get away. Um, it's run very well for fourth. It's trying our patience. But most importantly, what did you see the Betfair drift on it? It was about $4 out to $6. They just kept laying the hell about it. Laying the hell out of it. 
that's uh, yeah, that's that's not ideal. Uh, so I'm not sure what to make of it, but if it's well back to next start, I would be happy to get on it and give it one more chance. Yeah, it's one of those that's uh, testing patience, I think, at the moment. But uh, yeah, I think it was last start. It certainly wasn't ridden uh, ideally. We'll put it that way. And then uh, yeah, didn't have to, uh, any joy on the weekend either. Well, it was meant to go forward. They they put out the intention to ride more forward, and obviously it's missed the start, and it hasn't been able to. Yeah. All right. Uh, race three. Uh, look, they haven't gone particularly quick here, and Smart Elysium, uh was the the victor with Luke Nolan on board. Yeah, this was an interesting one. Um, I, Morrissey was my best bet of the card. It was scratched from this race. And on morning of, we get a change of tactics from the Hayes and Dabinex stable for two runners, five kingdoms going forward, and Smart Alyssum. Smart Alyssum sat, you know, 12th in run behind Morrissey last start on a sandown track where you couldn't win. It started um, uh, at Caulfield last prep as $4 in a race that I'd say was similar grade, slightly, you know, to what, to what it was kind of going up against here. And as they've gone around in a crawl, as you've said, and it's just kind of been handed the race, I think. They've gone 7.2 lengths slow to the 600, and it's just had the A1 position. They've opened the gates for the inside, which early it was, you know, no disadvantage being on the inside, and it was just too good for them. Um, outside of that, there was nothing in the race for me to follow. Okay. Uh, race four, uh, voila. Managed to get some chocolates for Dicko out of the mountain yard. Yeah, this was a really interesting one. So this has been a black book uh, of all of ours, essentially, because it just keeps smashing the puntingform.com.au sectionals, and it's finally won a race. Now, soft track was the difference on a track where you could run on. They've run 3.1 lengths fast out in front to the 600, and that's given it the right tempo. Um it has jumped 16.60 on Betfair and paid about $10 a tote. So you've shopped well with Betfair. Dicko's had it on top in the yard, and we've scored well here. With all that out of the way, I think Tell Me was a moral beaten. I think if Tell Me got a clear run from the top of the straight, it was held up all the way. It's been beaten 1.9 lengths, untouched to the line. It is clearly the follow forward from this meeting. It is going to produce some serious data sectionals next start. Okay, there we go. Race five on the card, and Highland Beat had no money whatsoever and still won. Uh, stick in there, mate. You sound like you're struggling already. I love it. Oh, battling <laughs> big time. Uh, yeah, Highland Beat, this is a race, as, as you can see on the data. They've gone 1.5 lengths slow to the 600, and the first three around the corner, we finished first, second, and third. Then you've got fourth and fifth and finish fourth and fifth. So, yeah, it, it's been a tempo-dominated race, and Highland Beats has been the toughest of them. It was the only real-class runner on speed, and it's got the job done. Bell Sonic was extremely poor out the back, Barcelona as well. Kalashani Lad hit the line solidly. It's probably the horse that can continue going on. It's clearly run the best final 200 and 400 of the race. Um, it's probably a follow-out of the race, just with a bit more tempo at once. Yep, and race six, and for yourself, Drewzy, you had a bit of success with Tabby Run here, did you not? Uh, yeah, I took this one in the Case Bet Cup. I thought it was just the value in the race. I like Dogmatic. I bet Dogmatic. I bet Tabby Run personally on the race. Um, 
Jeez, when you look at the data on this, they've got 9.3 lengths fast out in front Nikita on this thing, and that's that's how you have to ride this horse. It's got no turn on foot. It's simply like the cleaner. You've got to run them ragged, and you've got to you know say, I've got the best horse. And when you're carrying 55.5 and, and the, the favourite 60 kilos in the race, you're going to do something right there. And the overall figure that Nikita's actually run on this horse, I would say would be measuring up in most group races, if not a serious spring 2000 meter race. Okay. Very um, good. So just so you know, Tabby run is most likely going on to the, um, Flemington series. I forget the exact name, but it's over 2,500 meters and that's this Saturday. So it may be backing up off that, which there's always the going back to the average and regressing. So look, if it gets a soft track, you could probably back it. If it doesn't, it all depends on the price at the end of the day. And who owes you the case? Um, uh, I have DM'd him on Twitter, but I couldn't tell you top of head the name. But <laughs> I'll be I'll be getting some uh, goat beer from him, yeah, that's for sure. Outstanding. Uh, race 7, uh, Masculino was the victor here, but uh, look, I mean, the small field race really didn't have too much interest for me personally. Yeah, first three around the corner, first three home. They've gone 5.2 lengths, slow to the 600. And as has played, I think, on the day when there's been a slow tempo in the, in the good races, if you're first around the corner, you're first home. Um, they've only had to run 35 and change just to get the win here, final 600 metres, so it's not overly fast. Um, yeah, look, I feel a bit dirty after the race back in Guizo and just realising that Mascalino was going to lead with 52 kilos on board, and, yeah, it, it was one of those races. Uh, race eight, uh, Brian Park on Missiano. Is that how we're pronouncing that, Missiano? Yeah, Missiano. Yeah. Oh um, my goodness. So they've gone about benchmark to the six hundred here, and this has just kind of been. I think there's been a bit more rain around at this time. Like if you look at the race nine replay, you couldn't actually see <laughs> if they had had a photo finished, they would have been trouble. But I'll get that to it when we get to race nine. Uh, Missiano coming over from Adelaide. It had the figures to win this. So if you're anyone using punningform.com.au data, you would have considered this horse a chance in the race. That being said, all about Nikki at $70, Betferris P paying $10 a place, has run super being held up and probably should have been in the finish. My follow from the race, apart from the first two home, who are obvious, they're clearly class horses and they've, you know, they've beaten the class benchmark here. Um, Miss Norway was all over the shop. It kept laying in. It was doing everything wrong for old mate Teo. And, you know, in run, it settled back near the rear after jumping and settling third early. So nothing's gone right for it. I think it's got a, a really good prep ahead of it. So, And it's obviously got a lot to come from the yard still, Miss Norway. So I think it's a follow forward from this race, along with the top two, obviously. And then old mate Teo got one back in the last with the winner in Elite Drake. Yeah, this was painful for me because Special Diva was one of my best values of the day. And I thought I was home at the 200. But Elite Drake's just been too strong. Uh, they've gone pretty hard here, so had every right to fall off Elite Drake. They've gone 3.2 lengths fast to the 600, pouring rain. You get really low visibility. It was essentially darkness around there. It was really strange for 4.30 in the evening. Um, the one forgive in the race is Angelic Spirit. Didn't handle the track. They'll back it up next start, and you'll probably be getting 20 to 1, 30 to 1 for it, so you, you just got to back it. Um, I thought the run of the race was onslaught. It's covered nine more leaders in running than Elite Drake. 
It's only been beaten two and a half lengths. It was still producing at the line. It probably wants further. It just had too much to do from the run, especially when you consider uh, first, second, and third home sat, second, third, and fourth in running. So um, it's made up a load of ground and just done everything that it could. Okie dokie, Druzy. Uh, you're obviously pretty keen on tell me going forward. What else would you like to stamp coming out of Caulfield? Yeah, so the, the, the main three I'm, I'm following a race for tell me. I think that's the two follow. Uh, race eight, Miss Norway, and race nine, Onslaught. Okay, very good. Uh, where are we off to on Wednesday this week? Uh, I know we are off to Flemington on Saturday because that's when we're starting the the series of racing over there. And Wednesday we're at uh, Sandown. So, as always, looks an interesting meeting. There's not a hell of a lot of rain on the uh, radar earlier in the week. And there's a little bit on Saturday, but they're saying six millimetres, so it shouldn't, you know, shouldn't get beyond a soft five, soft six, unless we overwater it for some special uh, trainer. Uh, yep, uh, there it is. Um, okay, well, on that Quick question through. to you, Petey. Oh. Uh, Galaxy, uh, Galaxy Star yep. has now been retired. So you gave us the, you gave us the uh, heads up on that. Only just got there on the weekend, didn't it? It wasn't the most um, uh, stunning win. Yeah, and look, the, the overall... Uh, punting form data, so to speak. It was the only way that she probably was going to win is that they went as slow as what they did up front. Um, They didn't break benchmark on the adjusted figures for puntingform.com.au. And look, yeah, you know, she obviously picked up in the last couple of hundred metres to just zap Gadding on the line, but he uh, did a fair amount of work in, in during the race. And Unfortunately for myself, I had a big bet on Gadding, and he traded at uh, $1.03, I think, in the run. So, uh, you know. Please tell me you had hedges, because that is a great thing you can do with Betfair. I I did, um, but, you know, still, I would have preferred the overall win, to be honest. Oh, yeah, you always green up, but it's always looking better on Gadding's side in that resort, isn't it? And I wanted to be right, Druzy. I basically said that she was gone, (laughs) you know. Gatting, one of the best of the day, and I was right all bar on the line. If you get a photo of uh, Willie Pike in the photo finish, he is extended right out. The horse is on full length, and without Pike in the saddle, that horse does not win. Uh, It was disgusting when I watched it on the replay, and I said, oh, he's got that there. That was inch perfect. So credit where it's due, Pike, he got that horse home. Yep, indeed. Uh, yeah, not too much else to come out of that uh, meeting at uh, Belmont for mine. It's just just ticking along okay at the moment. And before we head to Rob, quickly, what's happening over in Perth at the moment? What what do you got coming up this week? Uh, Belmont and more Belmont. Um, the, the Wednesday card is looking tricky. Um, there's nothing that I would necessarily stamp as something really to follow, but later in the week, uh, the Saturday meetings have been pretty good of, of late. Perfect. Well, we look forward to your preview, as always, on a Thursday night, Friday morning, and go well. Yep. Thank you, Drewzy. Thank you, Petey. And now we move on to Sydney, where I'm joined by Rob Scurry. How are we doing, Rob? Another winning weekend. It's uh, That's three in a row now. You, you're getting back on the board. Oh, well, I think I'm still down on a month, mate, just, just, but um, there's, there's not much in it. But, um, yeah, look, I, I had a really good day. My, my folks found something at Newcastle called Society, a So You Win, 
So You Think. Um, we're about to talk about So You Win. <laughs> but yeah, I had, I had a really good day. So I couldn't really lose from that point on. It was about $30 or something. So, um, you know, I was, you know, betting with their money, which is always a good good feeling at the racetrack early. So it's good when the uh, parents can keep supporting you. <laughs> I said, well, look, when they both agree, because what they've got the system is they don't tell each other what they like and then they, then they kind of confer five minutes before the race. And when they both agree, they're meant to call me and uh, let me know. And generally, generally they've got a pretty good strike rate. And, and this time it happened to be $28. I like it a lot. <laughs> anyway, anyway, it was, a, it was a great watch, great ride by uh, Chad Lever. Um, you know, you, you love it. Just found that beautiful spot in the run. and got the widest on a, on a wet track. It was, it was just lovely. You know, loved it. Loved it. So heavy track at Rose Hill on Saturday. Uh, we're going to skip the race one highway. There's not a lot to be gained there, and I don't think there's any anything to really gain going forward from highways in a review since, unfortunately, because they just just other highways. Yeah, just a highway. Uh, so let's move on to race two, 2,000 metres, open handicap. Uh, Richard Lamming has sent up he excels up north and has got the chocolates on a wet track with 51 kilos with Jenny Duggan on board. They've gone on the pundingform.com.au data, 3.6 length slow to the 600, and that's just kind of allowed he excels to get the dream run out front, and it was passed by So You Win at the 200, who has then either stopped going at the final 50 metres, or he excels has kept on kicking on. Yeah, well, you know, what do they say? Fit horse on a wet track with a small weight. Jenny Duggan, I think, might might not be her only winner on the program. Uh, no, she, she had knows. a really good uh, favourite later in the card, which she whipped, whipped the crap out of yeah, and got it home. Good job. <laughs> and she was on that thing for us the other week. I think it was Gumshoe in the highway. Um, yeah, so she's, she's uh, last, last 50 runs, a, she's going at 28% positive ROI. So she's doing well lately. Awesome. Um, well, look, this is a race where, you know, I, I thought So You Win was – Maybe look better the start before. Um, I thought he'd win the race. Um, I think I think I sent him out second in the numbers from Master of Arts, which is um, was you know he's just a, a good looking horse. He looked he looked looked happy and healthy. I thought he'd run, run a bit of a bit of a race. His his form's terrible, but he, his wet track form was was quite good. And you know he was a, he's a horse that you know has taken my eye in some higher grade staying races when Weirs brought him up years ago. Um, so I was happy just to go very very small. The betting said he couldn't win. Um, mate, there's nothing, not much else. I, I, I can. I thought White Boots um, paraded really well. I think it just had a clip in the coat and it was all it was all shiny, so it looked as good as I'd seen it. So um, maybe a bit disappointing with Robbie Dolan on, who's um, you know a great advantage this time of year and at the moment. Moving on to race number three, it's a BM74 for three-year-olds over 1400 meters. Uh, call me Royal for the gay bot with Weverly on board has led them around 1.9 length slow to the 600. So it's had every chance out in front and just gone on to salute, uh, coming from out, not, not out the back, but out, out you know, out of, they had to come home in some pretty good nicks to get close to call me Royal, mm-hmm. uh, Fiestos and Mongrel. Uh, can you say them better than me? Those two. Fiestos uh, 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 and Fiestos. Uh, yeah, faced us with uh, the Dark Prince, Glenn Schofield. Um, it's just not quite getting there. Um, look, I, I said, you know, I was almost that smarter myself here. And I, I, Call Me Royal is like a prototype wet tracker. I said that the week before. And I think, I'm sure if we had a play on it, I think we might have um, at Randwick. Um, 
she just paraded pretty similar, but even a bit more docile. So I just just thought Gay might have, you know, just just squeezed the life out of it and just didn't didn't want to run anymore. But you know, once again, Gay Gay's can keep a horse going. It seems <laughs> probably earned itself a couple more runs this time in. But you know, maybe it's a chance if it gets wet track since have a Zesser Racing good ride. Never looked like getting beat. Well, the, the ironic thing about the horse is when you go back and they actually said, well, it was probably too wet for it last start on a heavy eight, yet it's come out here and won on a heavy nine. So that was my reason why I couldn't back the horse. Like, I liked it. I liked that you had it in your numbers, but I still couldn't back it. So uh, it's jumped out and surprised there on the heavy track. Well, not if you looked at it, mate. It looks like a wet tracker. <laughs> it's just like a little slight little thing. Um as I said, prototype wet tracker. I said that at Randwick, um, yeah. and they use that as an excuse. You know what? It, it's, it's 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 a great game. So yeah, it mate. is a great game. <laughs> yeah, On the race, oh, sorry, go. There's nothing else here, mate. Really, there, it's Perfect. a bit like that. On this day, you know, we are, we are late. You know, June meeting. It's not much to to really. Anyway, keep going. Cracking. Do you want to do race sure. four? Yep, there might be a nice type here. So BM78, Phillies and Mares, 1,800 metres, and they've gone three and a half lengths fast to the 600. And overall, they've actually run three and a half lengths fast for the compared to the class for the uh, for the race. And Tori joins us on speed. Old mate Kathy on board, who on front runners, you're very happy to have Kathy on, um, has just been in a pretty decent field. Oh. I don't know about that, mate. Um, in terms of, it sounds like the data suggests these horses are, have, have really done really well. But um, Tori Joy, she's been up forever, but she did look as good as I've seen her. Uh, you know, it's not a horse that I've ever backed or tipped before, but I had something on her on Saturday. Um, and, and waking moment was, I think we, we, we identified her on the podcast. Um, she's, she's always been one of mine look really really well but this it's lily one at randwick it's it's really just like a wet track type not much of a horse um celtic love i thought i had semper fidelis in in the in the numbers i thought it ran ran pretty well um but other than that mate really i I, I, i'm looking for fresh blood i can't i don't think these are much good um, I reckon uh, it's Lily's probably come to the end of its prep. So last start when it won at Randwick, it ran a second and a half faster final 600 metres. And realistically, there wasn't much difference between that heavy eight, heavy nine on the weekend. So it's clearly regressed and it, it may be end of prep. What, what do you think from, from the yard? Mate, she wasn't in the numbers. I had her in the numbers when she won at Randwick. I had her fourth. Yeah. I think I said, you know, wet track type. Um but, you know, she's not a horse that I'm ever going to find. And, you know, um, so, sometimes they win, sometimes they don't. But, yeah, she she doesn't look like much. much. Um, and I'd, I'd be surprised if they run her again this time in. Sure thing. Uh, just with the Stayers Cup over 3,200 metres, was there anything that caught your eye from the yard? Um, we're not going to discuss the data here, but I was really disappointed in Kelstorm, who traded – it was in $4 at the 600-metre mark because it had just had the dream run and it's found yeah. absolutely nothing. It's the half-sister to Order of St. George, who's an Ascot Gold Cup winner over 4,000 metres, yet this thing doesn't see out 3,200. So that's a bit strange, especially when it was three from five on wet. I just thought it was almost a ball. Oh, I found it too. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I think I told you on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, I, I picked this out at the, uh, the back stables. 
Arsene mm-hmm. Strapper, what the name of, of it was. So it's, it's a bit a bit of a Clydesdale of a, of a thing, but he looked like it really come on. Um, there's plenty of money around for it, cheapers. Um, I think I got on it seven or eight, no, maybe $9. Um, yeah, it would have been $9 yeah. at the time because I took nines as well. Yeah, I think it was about $9. And then, you know, into sort of seven, eight after that. And in the run, you Anyway, it's just, I was in the queue at the 600. I was in the queue, and there's found yeah. absolutely nothing. Was there any other standouts there? Uh, High Bridge, you know, he's, he's sort of two fit for Waller. Um, Destiny's Kiss walked around like he always does, like, you know, really pretty good. I, I, I can't explain. Maybe he doesn't like, doesn't quite get the 3200. Um, I think he's got an apprentice on as well. Uh, mate, there's, there's, you know, it's a stayers race. Um, nothing. To, look, the Melbourne horse didn't look like much to me, but I kind of thought, ah, you know, could win. Um, pretty unattractive European style stayer, I'd say. But um, you know, they're taking in turns a bit. Sydney's staying races. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> On to the twelve hundred meter race, BM seventy eight, which is race six. And this is where Jenny Duggan got her second win of the day on Riverbird, who um, stormed home. They've gone 2.9 lengths slow to the 600. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong data there. That's my mistake. They've gone right on benchmark, actually, to the 600. So it's been nicely run. And uh, overall class figure was 1.2 lengths fast for the class. So, you know, not a bad figure overall. Riverbird's got the win just from traumatized. Drakenfell's too far back, but probably had every chance. Um, what do you make of this race? Um, so we had Riverbird in the numbers. She she calmed down a bit, and I you know I gave her the big tick, but she's never going to really be my, one of my kind of horses. Um, I couldn't suggest a bet on my top two, which were Drakenfels and the Kim Ward Oxford Tycoon. Um, he he looked really good, um, but instead of Drakenfels, but they've just been disappointing horses for me. So I I had a small play on Cool Vinny, which I thought came back you know really well. Um, loomed up for a moment but didn't really go on obviously needs further um but yeah maybe that could do something next start in a similar grade but really you know this is middle of winter oh, what's just running around here droop what do you think of uh bring it home pop as a type does it um is it the type you think will probably be better suited on good ground because i thought three runs back behind november man it ran really well here at uh randwick yeah, yeah, I think I think um, we, we we had a play on him that day. He's, he's, yeah. he's not a bad type, but um, I, I think I'd prefer him fresh. Um, Might be a thousand meter horse as well. Yeah, I, I just I don't I don't think he's all that all that good. Fair enough. You know, like like Wednesday standard, not you know yeah. you can get away get away with maybe a Saturday race this time of year, but I don't I don't think so this 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 year. You know, maybe maybe next year. He, he you know he could be a Wednesday Saturday. Kind of standard, let's say benchmark seventy five thousand eleven hundred horse. On to race, fair enough. Race number seven, thirteen hundred and fifty meters, listed grade. They have gone five point six lengths slow to the six hundred. So things on speed have had every chance, but the best conditioned horse in the yard, Gaulius. Is that how we're saying it? Oh yeah, we can go with that. Well, this has got the win for the coming stable. Um, has absolutely had to scorch home to, you know, get past these types. So it was a pretty good ride by Rachel King, all things considered. Got going right at the right time and got us a win. Yeah, yeah. It, it hadn't won for a long time. Um, and, yeah, it had really good wet form, but 
it just it just looked like a horse that was at top. And you know, then I looked at his form; it was third up. I went, yeah, well, um, can I take eight bucks? Yes. Um, New Tipperary, it's a horse I've never been able to catch. I've had a few big bets on him over the years. He's he's run a great race, a great price. You know, Joe Pride, Tim Clark, um, and first hand, you know, looks slightly underdone, but keen and he's, he's obviously run a really good race. Uh, Nikki's Gold, um, she, she, I think I made a comment in um, our chat room that you know, don't, don't. Even though I, I, I tipped the, the winner, I, I thought that that might have been the, the, the second best chance, and she's run really well and continues to pray really well. Um, other than that, mate. Um, Seaway new, new, is new universe just one you'll continue to take on just because it's pattern alone. Uh, yeah, and and at these prices too. Um, yeah, you know, um, five six dollars. I, I see it's run well there on the data again. It, it's, it's it's you know one of the best figures um, on the day. Um, I think I saw maybe in the top say top ten last six hundred meters. You might have it in front of you there for punning form. Uh, I'm just pulling it up now. Give me a moment. Okay, last final 600 metres. It is sitting. New Universe is fourth best final 600 metres of the day. <laughs> there it is. So, you know, it'll, it'll suck people in again. Seaway, um, you know, it's a bit of a wet track type. Um, I haven't done the replay of that, that race, so I, I can't comment. But, yeah, you know, you try not to, to watch over the races that you won on. Um, otherwise, otherwise, uh, anyway, yeah, you start talking yourself out of it. No, it's all good. So let's move on to race number eight, the BM 94 over 1100 meters. Top striker from the back has just bloused home to get the win over Goldfinch and Hart Concord and Tonsor. They have gone three and a half lengths fast out front. So a very fast run race. Um, what I found interesting here. So before we get into it, right. Is Goldfinch has started, you know, it's been 31s into about 21s. It's run an identical final figure overall, which was a really good figure that it ran last start on a soft five. I'm not sure how it went around that price. And at the same time, Top Striker, I can see why people take it on because it gets so far back. Um, but it had run that previously. That was a massive improvement run, though, for it. So um, I would say Top Striker did jump out of the ground to win it. Yeah, okay. Uh, look, he, he's a good old horse. Um, I think it's not one I've ever been able to catch. I have had, you know, small plays on him at big prices before. Um, you know, for me, you know, Hart Concord's been a horse I've talked about a lot here, um, and he just looked absolutely cherry ripe. Um, he's always been like maybe one away, one away, one away, but when I saw him on Saturday, um, I thought he he looked outstanding, and I think he should have won if if you run the race ten times, and you know you don't get a spaz jockey on it. Um, you know, no offence to James Winks, um, but yeah, I thought it was a pretty tough beat and should have won. Um, but we also had a small play on Zonk, which I think's run run pretty well. Um, you know, Brandon McDougall on maybe he can improve. Bonhomie, I, I think he can he can win something. Um, I think he jumped out of barrier one here. Um, Jungle Eyes, Brook Magic. Yeah, Brook, Brook Magic might have had enough. She's paraded better. I've, I've, she's been one of mine. Um, but yeah, can't really talk too much more about these old battlers. 
Fair enough. Well, let's move on to the last. It was a 1,500-metre BM78, and they've gone helter-skelter out front, going 4.2 lengths fast to the 600, and they've only just beaten Benchmark Home uh, to get the win, and that has been No Escape, who's got the win over Fuel and Travancore. Yeah. Um, Again, this is is battling winter horses. Um, You know, I fell into, I think, Nicochet here. Um, which is not Matt like well, me. as in it got a really good spot in run. It just never really travelled well, did it? No. Um, look, yeah, Love Shack Baby. I thought that that looks as good as anything. It's run a reasonable race. Pumpkin Pie, uh, you know, another Richard Freeman horse that's not not really running well. I, I think um, he's just able to be avoided a bit at the moment. Uh, I think we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Um, maybe he runs a bit hot and cold. Uh, the, the well, stayers. he's running at negative 60% ROI the past 50 runners, so you're still wanting to avoid that. Yeah, okay. Um, I think the only horse we can really take out of this is is the Wallace Stayer, um, Gayatry. What, what, what's that done on the puntingform.com.au data, um, the old stayer? You know, maybe that that's a stayer of the future, 2,000 metre. You might get to a race like the Metropolitan, um, something like that. Yeah, look, it was its worst run data-wise for the past four runs, but it's over an unsuitable distance. It's really looking for 2,000 metres, as we can see. So, look, I think it was just there for the run. I think it was, you know, they've run it too fast, all things considered. The horse has been off its feet the whole way, and that'll just bring it on loads. I think it's probably the best uh, treatment you can give a horse. Yeah, okay. Well, look, uh, it, it's just, it's the best type here. You know, maybe Travancore. Next best, Love Shack Baby. Um, but, again, these are benchmark 70 horses, mate, if that, benchmark 75. Yeah. Um, other than other than the stayer, who, who who could, you know, who could be handy. But for some reason, something tells me it's, it's already over bet. It's, it's got a record of, you know, it's, it's probably won four from six or something like that. Um, and, yeah, I, I think, you know, I'd love to take an, an import against it. You know, a young Godolphin import something like Avilius, you know, <laughs> yeah. which, you know, they, they, they do come over like Avilius. He, you know, it started $6 against Dagny um, first start. And, you know, I think, I think we had a good result that day, Drew. Uh, we had a very good result, that's for sure. Yeah. So in terms of horses to follow forward, my two from the meeting, I would say were probably Tory Joy and Goldfinch. Were there any that you think have a lot to come or have got more improvement to come you, you're watching for next start? Oh, look, I, th- I think Waking Moment, again, in a similar class, um, can, can, can run well. Um, I don't know what to do with Heart Conquered. Uh, it looked absolutely outstanding. I guess if it parades well again and gets a better setup, maybe you could do something. Um, uh, Phaistos, uh, the, the Godolphin, with, 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 you know, it could parade better. Not a bad horse, um, stylish kind of horse. Um, he, he was a little bit toey, so and he had a bit of improvement to come, so he probably should be winning. Um, but yeah, that's about it, mate. We're we're off to uh, Randwick next week. Uh, a little bit of an easier uh, meeting to get to, I imagine. Oh man, yeah. Look, the Rose Hill, these eleven thirty starts. It's a, it's a bit of a pain in the ass, to be honest. Um, you know, it's all over by sort of four four thirty. Um, you know, the security kicking us out at four thirty five. Um, it's, uh, it's not, it's just, it's not just sweet, for, is it? It's not sweet. And it's, it's just 
mostly battlers out there, punters. You've got punters or you've got the party people. Um, but, yeah, I, I can see why they want to get the party people out, but, you know, just leave the punters alone. Yeah, well, if they had pokies in the venues, I guarantee they wouldn't be kicking people out. Yeah. <laughs> Funny how that goes. Yeah, look, oh, yeah, pokey, pokey says it's evil things. Um, yeah. Can't stand them. And, you know, racing gets lumped in with pokies. Um, yeah, unfairly. Uh, <laughs> totally. Different. Yeah, it's like, you know, weed to heroin or something. <laughs> exactly. Well, mate, looking forward to the week ahead. Uh, go well and happy punting. Yeah, cheers, Drew.